This episode is brought to you by Lonite Swiss Cremation Diamonds, who are dedicated to preserving your loved one's memory by turning ashes and hair into precious jewels in the most thoughtful and personalised way. Listening to Good Morning, the podcast talking all things grief with honesty and humour. We are back with a very special episode of Good Morning. It is quite literally one of our favourite ever topics to discuss, isn't it, Sal? And that is signs and spirituality and how both have helped us enormously in our grief. Bloody love this topic, and it feels like it's been a while since we covered signs and spirituality. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? It has, actually. I don't know why, but we are back and ready to dive straight into it. Do you know what I always want to do when you say we are back, or I say we are back? I also, I want to go, guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Can we just start every podcast episode like that now? Should that be our Please? new intro? Yeah, because intros are fucking awkward sometimes. Like, we are back for another episode of Good Morning. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, let's just, oh, my God, we're going to sing Eminem from here on out. Grief is back. Tell your friend. Tell a friend. Never went anywhere to begin with. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Enough of that. Let's jump in because first and foremost, talking of signs and spirituality, I have been dying to ask you about your recent reading with Rebecca Mayhew, who is an incredible psychic medium, who is quite well known in the psychic medium space, isn't she? And you were on her wait list for like, wasn't it something crazy, like over a year? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Firstly, please don't die. We need you here. And secondly, it was, <laughs> I love that pun. It was so phenomenal. And I remember like over a year ago when I was joining the wait list, I was like, oh my God, a year. I cannot wait that long. It is so far away. And it came around so quickly. Like I can't even tell you. Um, and it didn't, was... didn't the Darling Shine girls have her on their pod or Elodie? Yeah, I think Elle had seen her. Um, and I, yeah, she was like, she was amazing. She knew all this stuff about Chumpy that like no one could have known. And I was like, oh my God, I need to see this woman. And that was it. Lottie Bowser had seen her as well. And when Lottie yes. interviewed us for her new pod, she was saying how amazing she was as well, right? Yeah, I'd already booked into her by that point. I think I was about to have my session with her. So yeah, she's she's got around and it was brilliant. And I actually went to see her in person too, which was extra special because I've never... Oh, I think I have seen, like, I'm not a really good one. David the Medium was over Zoom, but it was really special to, like, sit across from her and she did all this, like, aromatherapy stuff with me. Yeah, and I booked, like, a whole 90 minutes with her, but she ended up doing, like, an extra 90 minutes on Zoom, obviously, because I have a lot of shit to get through. (laughs) (laughs) Your mum always comes through as well, so there's probably a lot of chat from Vanessa, right? She's always quite, like, thick and fast on the old psychic medium front, isn't she? Well, well, we are going to talk about who came in thick and fast to this reading in a second, (laughs) but yes, she, she usually does. And like the, I think Rebecca, what she loves to do as well is like talk about life stuff as well. And not just about talking to your dead ones on the other side, but also giving you some like life advice and reading what's going to happen, you know, in your future and, and all of that stuff, which I love. But the Mm. first session was so intense and so much like heavily focused around my mum and what happened that we didn't get to get into anything else. And I think Rebecca really wanted to do that with me. Um, 
so we had another session which was which was brilliant but yeah she she came in thick and fast but also can we just talk about who else came in thick and fast I, Go on, man. <laughs> I got a little visit at the start of my re- reading from none other than Rose, your mum. She popped in to say, hey, it was so cool. Mental. So, so cool. Yeah. Like, so did she just come in and be like, was she just like, oh, I've got like someone here, like her name's Rose or like, did, you, did she make you like guess who, what, like how did she come through? I'm going to play it for you guys in a minute. But yeah, she kind of pretty much said like I've got someone here but she was she was a bit vague around the connection I don't think she could quite work it out so she was like it feels like a family friend or maybe like an aunt like some sort of connection like that and saying that I have a connection with a female earth side to the person yeah. who this woman is connected to and she was like Rose 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 I was like Rose and she was like that'll do it for me um so yeah Rose came came in your mom came to visit me and like she well Rebecca was like talking about how you and I had all these past lives together like we we have worked together before um I don't want to give too much away before you guys listen to it but it's so it's so cool and also like your mum was loving our relationship dynamic and how we hold each other accountable for things and it was so cool I honestly couldn't believe it when you sent me that clip like it because it, it just sounded like my mum like the things that she would say and the way that she would phrase things and like her pragmatic sort of self like it really sounded like her and I loved all the past life stuff as well let's play it kind of lady that's sort of like an auntish family friend she just went it's a unique name she's coming across as a family friend energy she just wants to say hi she's here huh, huh. so give me one sentence because you're not the main event I'm trying to bring your mother in uh Rose came through and she just said I'm tell my people I'm here and okay. Lovely soul. Very quick passing. Mm. Did she know, health-wise, did she know what was going on? Not really. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she just wants to let you, you've got a f- female connection with Rose. Um, <laughs> she just said, tell my people I did not feel anything of what happened. Okay. She keeps going here, mostly here. Uh, and she actually, wow, she was out of her body as soon as this happened. Mm-hmm. So it kind of feels like an aneurysm or something like that. Like there's a combination of things, sort of genetic. This is a, ooh, I almost went sister, but it's not a sister, but sister-like. Does the, that make sense? The connection with her? Yeah. Um, someone that's here, she's saying hi to is sister yeah. with you. Sister like me, yes, Sally. Ah, that would do it for me. Um, yes. Did I say that? I just said to her, is that Sally? And they went, yes, thumbs up. <laughs> um, she actually said something interesting. She said, <laughs> that's funny. She goes, you and Sally, weirdly, are actually sister-like for another particular reason, which is unique. And that is that you've actually been sisters in a past life. Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh, tell me more. <laughs> I actually just got chills. Oh. Truth bumps, we call them. <laughs> because I'm looking at you going, where have you been sisters? Or you've actually been siblings in past, more than one past life. But there's a particularly interesting one around, oh, 
That is interesting. Um, one is around the Marie Antoinette days with the big poofy dresses of satin and everything yeah. with the, you know, the fluffy hair yeah. and everything and the wigs they used to have, like that, the meat cake in the French days. Uh-huh. But here was an interesting one. You've actually been um, siblings in Russian ballet connection dance, but further, further down a lot, like back, back, back. So you've had a couple of really fascinating, creative, doing things together lives. And Sally's coming across as a friend this lifetime, but don't you feel like even though you're really different, you get each other? Mm-hmm. And you add different things to whatever you're doing together or connecting together. So it's kind of like coming at it from different aspects. Mm-hmm. And she says, <laughs> she's like, you bring just enough difference to create balance. Yeah. That's exact words Yeah, from Rose. And she said, you also call each other nicely accountable on it, on okay. things. You yeah. know, like in a sense of, come on, are you being a bit unfair to yourself? Or mm, maybe you need to look at that. Or, mm, this is mm. And Rose is like, good, keep going. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Actually, I said before Rose stepped back, she just wanted to say that she's around Sally and she's Sally actually picks her up more than she realises or feels her. Oh, just give me the chills, honestly. Like... <laughs> And I love that she said that she's more around me more than I realise because I think around that time I had been wondering, like, if she could, like, hear me when I talk to her. And I do get signs, but not all the time. I think I, I had, like, questioned that. So I'm definitely going to... I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to banish the, the doubt for sure. Um, it's so comforting. How amazing is it? I, I love that she connected with me you know to talk about you as well and like can we just take a minute to acknowledge the fact that we were like sisters in the Marie Antoinette days I mean we would have been an absolute nightmare wouldn't we (laughs) living it up with the big hair and the puffy skirts but But it makes so much sense because I feel like you and I do understand each other on a very deep level and like we do have so Mm. so much in common and like we're polar opposites in many ways but then we have so many other so many things that we have that are similar Mm. I don't know I I can I I, yeah I totally get that and I love that she came through to you as well because obviously I always think oh my mum would have loved him and isn't it a shame that I've made such an amazing friend and she never met you know never met you in in real life in person but obviously she knows you on the other side so it's lovely that she thought she'd pop in she obviously was barging your mum out the way like well there was like a there was a bit of an altercation at the start there. she was kind of like hang on Vanessa like I've got someone coming through here mum was being patient and waiting for Rose to come and have a hot minute with me because <laughs> my mum's not like that she would have been like no you go first yeah I'll wait my turn so she yeah maybe she knew that you had a lot to get into so she thought she'd just pop in first quickly and she might have missed you know opportunities other times when I've spoken to media she's like no this is this is the time I'm coming through (laughs) I'm coming in hot but like you definitely you definitely have like doubted signs in the past like you're always like oh I don't know is it him you know you'll send me a pic of like the white feather in your path and you're like oh I don't know I don't know is it my mum but you you definitely need to trust more and I love that she told you that she is around you more than you realize sometimes and you know what? Actually, I have been trusting a little, a little bit more since you had that reading and since you you shared the clip with me. Um, there have been just a few instances where it's just been like I've 
I've gone, is it? No, it is. Yeah, don't doubt it. So like a couple of examples when we were watching the Women's World Cup, um, it was <laughs> Australia versus France. And the Matilda's captain, Sam Kerr, um, they like cl- like did a close up of her and she had her like um, hands on her chest or something. And like, you could see on her, on one finger, she had the number 20, which is her number. And the other was an infinity sign, which is my sign for my mum. And the 20th is the day that she died, the date. So I was like, oh, that's, I'm going to take that as a sign. Um, and then there was like the next day, someone said something, which is a phrase that my mum always used to say, that I have like a connect, me and my husband kind of have a joke around it with my mum, which is scenic route. <laughs> um, and then the other day, we'd just done a big talk, hadn't we, for, um, we'd hosted a panel discussion. And later on, I was in an op shop, surprise, surprise. Oh, and yeah. the Lighthouse family came on. And you had a weird, a weird coincidence that day, didn't you, as well, with that lady, the older lady. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, we were talking. So some of our like lovely like listeners were there as well. And oh my god, can we just shout out to Kim? I love Kim so much. Kim, oh, if you're listening Kim. to this, we love you. And just seeing your face come down those stairs was such a special moment for us. So thank you for coming and seeing you guys. If you're listening, wondering who the hell is Kim and why we <laughs> giving her a shout out on the pod. Kim is one of our regular listeners and one of our podcast community members, and she's absolutely brilliant we met her in real life on Tuesday which was such a treat it was such a treat it was beautiful to meet so many of you especially you Kim so um (laughs) thank you to everyone who came but we met this wonderful lady at the end didn't we yeah and we were chatting to her and she was telling us all about her grandson who had died before he was born sadly and she was talking about all the ways that she stays connected with him and she she was talking about all the grandkids that she has now and then that they call her Nanan and oh my god if you guys are regular listeners of the pod you will know from a recent episode that my grandma who I wrote a letter to when I was nine after she died was called Nanan and I'd never met anybody else in my entire life called Nanan. So that blew me away. I actually started crying. I cried a few times that day. Shock horror. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was so special. I was like, oh, is that a little sign from my Nanan? I, I mean, I think it was because I've never met another Nanan. Well, no. I've never met, yeah, a Nanan. It's not really, I don't think it's that common, is it? Like, no, I don't think no, it is. no. I think Nanan came around because my sister couldn't say Nan or Grandma and it was just Nanan and then that just stuck. So... Yeah, it's so good. Um, Have you had any other, well, you've just said those two really great ones, but any other kind of like significant signs lately? I think they've been the the most significant. But you know what? I actually haven't asked for one. So Mm. maybe I'm due to, yeah, maybe I'm due a biggie. I mean, you've had a biggie recently, haven't you? Yes. Yep. So uh, it was probably like, over a month ago and this is you know if anyone's listening who has asked for a sign and not got it like patience is everything and I always I I mean they used to come really quickly for me but there's one that I asked my mum so there's stuff happening around my story and my life right now that's quite intense and moving into a bit of a different space and I asked my mum for a really specific sign whether now was the right time for what was happening was she okay with everything that 
we would, you know, we were doing. And um, I said, give me the sign. And I didn't get it. And I was getting quite disheartened. And I was like, oh, fuck, like I started doubting myself. And I remember you asked, I was telling you about it. And you're like, oh, what was the sign? I was like, I don't want to tell you yet. Just, you know, just in case, because I feel like next minute you'll like, you'll see it or and then I'll be like oh does that count (laughs) you know all the signs dramas we have in our head and um I waited so long waited so long waited so long was looking out for it as well just couldn't couldn't see it anywhere and then I got it yesterday and I was so excited so we just started this group chat with a really lovely friend of ours now and in it I've i put like a um this is such a long-winded sign sorry guys sorry but I put in like a gif of like Homer Simpson moving back into the into the um the hedge and then she responded with her favorite gif as well which was my sign that I asked my mom which was drum roll a dugong (laughs) (laughs) yeah so random and so good I'm really glad you got that sign fucking dugong why did I pick a dugong well I mean it's very specific isn't it and which is well that's what I want it and that's what you know yeah and and you did ask your mum for when to send it when it was the right time right yes yes so that like for context right that's why you were willing to like just wait and then you got it yes and then I got it so guys trust the the old signs process it can be really helpful in our grief. And, you know, sometimes you, you may feel like you're not getting them. And, but yeah, it's all about trusting and just keeping open and believing that this shit is real and it happens. And it's just such an amazing way to stay connected to our loved ones. And on that topic, we really wanted to dedicate this episode to all of you guys. I mean, we love hearing community stories. I know you guys love hearing other people's experiences as well. So we asked a bunch of you guys that had kind of dropped into our DMs with your sign stories, if you could send them in as voice notes so that we could share them with you all. And we have had so many come in and they are absolutely beautiful and heartwarming. Thank you to everyone who sent one in. Our inbox was popping off, wasn't it? It was just yeah. like another story, another story. They were coming through thick and fast. So thank you guys for taking the time to share them. We're going to hit play. Let's have a listen. There's some really, really amazing ones. Hi, Salonim. My sign story is one that's near and dear to my heart. My dad had passed away suddenly three months after I had gotten engaged. A few months down the line, I'm going wedding dress shopping with my mom and friends. And when I was trying to choose between two dresses, I was putting on the veil with one dress and as the helper was doing that for me I realized a song started playing it was Lay Me Down by Sam Smith and those are one of the songs that I have on a playlist of songs that remind me of my dad so instantly I knew when that song was playing that it was my dad there also helping me choose the dress and he's saying yes so it's very special to me and I told everyone else and we all started crying and I knew that he was there to help me choose my dress thanks my family had all gathered to celebrate my nephew's 27th birthday four days following the death of my father my nephew had lived with my parents for four years and had helped take care of them in the years prior to my dad's death 
When we finished eating dinner, we were standing on the patio of the restaurant when my two-year-old great-niece came running up to me, asking me urgently to pick her up. I picked her up, and she looked up to the sky and began waving and saying, bye-bye, bye-bye, really sweetly up to the sky. When I turned around to see what she was waving at, I saw a full, beautiful rainbow across the sky. It hadn't been raining that day. It had only been threatening to rain. That rainbow was undoubtedly a sign from my dad that he was happy we were all together and that he's okay. My husband died suddenly and unexpectedly 10 months ago while we were on holiday in northern New South Wales. He used to hug me every night and when I was cold, he used to snuggle into me so that I could be warm. Recently, it's the middle of winter here in Tasmania, I was having a particularly sad day and that night I was cold. I was obviously dreaming but in the middle of the night I felt this really warm, close hug and he said to me, don't be sad, live. And I opened my eyes and I couldn't see him although I could feel him and then I woke up and I still felt warm. So I think he was actually here with me. My dad's favorite artist was Andrea Bocelli, and it was always my secret little dream I had to go to a Bocelli concert with my dad. Um, The year for Christmas that my dad passed, my husband got me tickets to an Andrea Bocelli concert in Seattle. And he said, I know I'm not the man that you want to go to this concert with, but I hope I'll do. And so, of course, he would do because dad's gone. So we got to the concert and we were a little early and we were headed to our seats that were all the way in the nosebleeds, as my dad would say. Um, And a lady that worked at the arena stopped us and said, would you like to upgrade your seats? I'll give you these seats for free. You need to head downstairs and go to the floor. And we couldn't believe it. They were so much closer to the stage, so close to the stage and way better seats. And my husband just looks at me and goes, okay, dad, (laughs) your dad's here, honey. Dad wanted a better show. Dad wanted a better view. And I think he was, I think he was there and he wanted better seats to the concert. And, And we did get to go together, just not in the way that I always dreamed of. Hey, so um, I recently, uh, I've been, my husband died eight years ago nearly, and I've been driving his Volvo ever since he died, and I loved our Volvo, and it always made me feel safe, because I felt my husband was looking down on me in the car and keeping me safe. Recently, the last MOT, it cost a grand to get it sorted and one thing after another has been going wrong. And recently it kind of died a death and was making horrible noises. And I decided to get um, a new, uh, well, secondhand car. It's not brand new. Um, Got a little white Yaris, Toyota Yaris. Didn't feel like I was bonding with it, but thought, well, I've got to give it a go. 
Um, I'd parked the car about 500 yards away from the house and on the first day driving to work in it, um, I opened the front door in the morning and a butterfly flew from the plant pot at the side by my front door, flew down the centre of the road, 500 yards down to land on the white Yaris. And I opened the door and the butterfly flew off into the trees. And somehow I felt that was my husband saying, hey, it's okay. Okay, let's just pause these incredible stories for a moment to talk about today's podcast sponsor, Lonite, which creates the most special memorial diamonds from your loved one's ashes and hair. But before we go any further, Sal, can we just talk about your ashes story for a second, please? Oh, yes, we can. The ashes story. I tell you what, it's been actually the the biggest surprise for me in grief. And something that I really wish that I'd known about was I wish I'd known that I could even turn my mum's ashes into a diamond. Because I tell you, the biggest myth is that scattering ashes is easy. Because I tell you what, it really isn't. Go on, what happened? Oh, okay. So regular listeners may already know this story. But after my mum died, I actually had to bring her ashes back through customs with her passport her driver's license it was like a full-on experience and then when I scattered the ashes you know I thought it would be this really beautiful serene experience that I would be you know there they'd be flying off floating off in the wind and it would just be really beautiful in this like this moment absolutely not I was was trying to scatter them in the place that we got married which is a public spot and so I was like trying to be subtle because there were people around but they're like they're falling on the ground like thick chalk like thick chunky white chalk so you could just see it was just landing on the spot it was really really obvious like a crime scene chalk um it was really embarrassing stop I couldn't scatter them all so hence why I now say to anyone 100% choose the diamond option like it's 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 way easier and more beautiful um so yeah it's it it was quite funny because it was just so obvious and actually quite difficult so go for the diamond guys I've heard so many horror stories of like people scattering them out to the sea and then the wind picks up and then just comes straight back into like their face and their mouth like it's just you have to laugh at these things because it's so horrifying but definitely choose the diamond option (laughs) Oh my god, absolutely, and 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 also like just um yeah, just they're, they're quite thick as well. I don't know. I thought they'd be like finer, um, and so that would make it easier to scatter them. But no, absolutely not. So yeah, I and I didn't realise that you could create a diamond from hair. Did you? No, I presume that like it was ash. I presume that like you know, loved ones' ashes were like ash. But yeah. I haven't looked at my mum's yet, and there's someone who hasn't scattered their mum's ashes yet. Like I think there's also just something really incredibly beautiful about a memorial diamond, you know. And also, on that note, my mum hated getting wet, so I definitely don't think that she'd like to be scattered in or around the ocean for starters. But yeah, there's so many other amazing things you can do with it. And I had no idea about the hair thing either. So you can actually create a diamond from hair. 
love that because not everyone has the ashes right or they might not want to do anything with the ashes so I think to have the hair option is is really special as well and yeah I I I mean I remember when I almost thought I'd lost my mum's ashes as well which was another flipping ashes story we've got that on video we do have that on video. I was so upset. I was so upset. So yeah, always choose the diamond. You've always got it on your finger. You don't have to worry about scattering or losing. So yeah, it's um and it looks beautiful. And you know what I love is Lonite's craftsmanship to an innovation to making their products really stand out and to making their diamonds really stand out. Their products are absolutely beautiful. And I think it really helps to like shine a light on your memories with your person by turning them into something beautiful like a diamond, doesn't it? It does. And if you like a bit of bling, you can also create like larger memorial diamonds up to like three carats and also in colours such as pink and black as well. So I'd love to know what colour do you think your mum would be, Sal? I think she'd definitely be pink. And I love that you can like supersize them. Like (laughs) (laughs) bit of bling. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. She'd definitely be pink. What about you in? What would Vanessa be? Oh, she would definitely not be pink. She'd be loving a bit of the sophisticated black vibe for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you can have the option and with Lonite families, you know, they can find solace in knowing that their loved one's memory is going to be preserved in the most beautiful and thoughtful and personalized way. I mean, just what nicer way to remember your person than to keep them keep them with you in the form of a bit of sparkle. To find out more about these incredible memorial diamonds, visit lonite.com.au. Now back to the show. Hey, Sal and Im. So last week was the one-year anniversary of losing someone I loved very dearly to suicide. And there were two things I learned about him after his death that uh, led me to ask for a sign. The first was that his brother told me that his childhood nickname was Turtle. So that was like his animal. And the other um, was, well, I knew that he, he loved Disney, but I didn't know like what his favorite Disney film was. And it was Snow White because he loved the dwarves. And... When you needed to find him in the house as a child, you just needed to call out, hi, ho, and he would call it back. And that's how you knew where he was in the house. So I asked him to show me either a turtle or a dwarf. And then the next day I'm on Instagram and I see somebody's Instagram account for their cat. And the handle is Winky the Dwarf Cat. And the top post at that time was a picture of the cat curled into a baseball cap, like wearing it like a turtle shell. And it said turtle winky and there was a turtle emoji in the caption. So that was the first sign I asked for and very promptly received. And it was incredible. Hi, Sal and Em. I'm so excited to share the sign that I received from my father a few weeks after he passed. Um, I was actually on my way to uh, 
go shopping for a dress to go to a wedding that I was not actually looking forward to. I was really struggling because I knew that I would see a girl with her father and I would just be living those moments that I had with my father as well at my wedding. Um, So I was looking in the sky and I was asking for all kinds of signs um, just to let me know that he was there with me and that he was watching over me because I've missed him so much. And um, it wasn't until I pulled into a gas station and I went in to go get some Milano cookies because that's something that he really loved and we share passion for sweets. And I was coming out of the parking lot and I mean, it couldn't be any more like in my face. I look up at the sky and there's quite literally a smiling face in the clouds. I mean, the sun was beaming through this, two eye holes, a nose, a mouth. And I instantly felt my dad at that moment. And I knew that this is the sign that he was telling me that he was watching over me. And as sad as I am every single day, just to smile and being that positive person that he always knew that I was. Um, So after having those signs, I tell you, it's just like, it's, it's that breath of fresh air that you need just to move on until that another wave, you know, kind of crashes into you. Uh, But I love and appreciate you both. Sending in another recording as I had the little butterfly sign, but two major signs I had when um, shortly after my husband died, it was three months after he died from MND. He used an eye gaze computer to communicate and I'd left the eye gaze untouched in the living room on the um, computer table um, since he died. He hadn't used it since the day before his death. Um, and I had a particularly bad day where um, I just felt really low, really missing him. And I curled into a ball on the living room floor and just cried and cried and cried. And after I'd been crying for some time, I had the feeling that I needed to turn around. And I turned around and his eye gaze computer was on. And to, for that to have been on, you had to switch physically, push a button in for it to come on. The following day, I put my phone down, face down, onto a counter and um, it fell onto the floor. And Siri said, I love you. And I always believe that was my husband. Just letting you know. <laughs> I hope it was. So May of this year, we lost our infant daughter to high drops. And about July, we went to Texas to do her memorial. Well, my two-year-old was laying on my lap, and she was looking up at the ceiling, and clearly her eyes were following something. And she started doing the kind of baby wave where they crunch their hands. Now, my daughter's two years old, and she doesn't wave like that anymore. So I looked at her, and I said, who's there? Is it her? And I pointed to my stomach. So she smiled and she looked at me and she pointed to my necklace. Well, my necklace is an urn and there's no way she would have ever known that. So I truly believe that our Charlotte was there in the room with us. Hey, Salonim. I first asked for my sign about six months into dad passing away after listening to the signs episode where you could uh, deliberately ask for signs. Um, Everyone had said to me, oh, they're always with you and they're, they're here by your side. But I just find that really hard to believe, especially in the early days of, of this. Um, so I asked Dad to send me a sign of the word possum because that's what Mum and Dad called me. Um, later that day, 
my brother was camping for the first time with his two little kids and we asked how's camping going in the family group chat and my brother replied with oh bloody possum ran through our tent no it scared the boys but they thought it was hilarious and hearing that just obviously uh got me but um it's really comforting to know that they they are here with us and I truly believe that he's listening and helping. I could listen to those stories all day. Like they're absolutely beautiful. And a huge thanks to every single one of you who sent your signed stories in. We loved hearing them and no doubt you guys did as well. Really hope they brought a little bit of comfort, guys. And they were just like so heartwarming to hear. And Mm. if you guys love the sign stories, then definitely listen to some of our previous episodes. I think we've got a signs episode, a dedicated signs episode from about a year ago. We've also got some amazing guest interviews with David the Medium and Laura Lynn Jackson that will blow your mind. So definitely give our back catalogue a listen if you're keen on more signs content. Oh my God, the the episode with Laura Lynn Jackson, I feel like I go back every now and then to like listen to it again. It's so freaking good. She was our dream guest, you guys, and we, we got her on the pod and it was just incredible. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely go check it out. I mean, she's the goat, isn't she? She is the goat. I've never heard that saying. What are you talking about? Greatest like, of all time. Oh my God, am I today years old and I've just learned this new <laughs> thing? Oh my God, goat. Oh, is that why people like name songs that called goat? I think so. Like greatest of all time. I'm pretty sure, but I am a bit of a granny, so I could have <laughs> imagine if it it's not that at wrong. all. Yeah, <laughs> get out, you... get out, Aunt Tyrrell. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know, guys. It's been a long day. And um, I also learned another one that my husband taught me the other day, which is apparently the youth are all saying, which is no, no cap, <laughs> which, which means like. Which, so if you're like, that's the truth, or like, no lie, it's like, no cap. No, I, I kept don't saying start him, using that. I kept saying, no cap. <laughs> I was like, no cap, babe. He was like, it's no cap. I'm like, oh, I'll try Just to. Don't try to be cool. But yeah, I'll, oh, I'll try no, to. Do you I know... Mean- there's there's one this is just completely we're off on a tangent now there's a saying well I can't even think of the saying now something about the dog dog oh it's a dog something oh it's a dog eat dog world you know that one yeah yeah I used to think it was it's a doggy dog world (laughs) (laughs) and I couldn't I my mind was blown when I when I heard it was like dog eat dog world I was like what it's not doggy dog world like snake dog oh yeah that was my specialty I love that I mean I've got I've probably got so many as well but it's a doggy dog world out there you guys I mean that's that's way better it's so much better but anyway Um, Laura Lynn Jackson the goat (laughs) aka greatest of all time definitely use that that episode oh we've got so many goats on the podcast um Sorry, we're losing our shit now. I'm just going to try and wrap this up before I cry. Um, we also share some more incredible... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just that time of the day. I was just going to say that we share some incredible science stories in our book as well. Good morning, honest conversations. <laughs> I mean, our book is the goat as well. So if you want... If you want the GOAT grief support book, you can grab a copy via the link in our bio. Good morning. Honest conversations about grief and loss. Im is absolutely losing her shit. If you've already bought a copy of our book and you've loved it, it would mean the world if you could leave us a rating 
or a review on whichever platform you bought it from. Thank you so much for listening, guys. You guys are the goat, actually. You guys are the greatest. Just wrap it of all the time. up. Just wrap it up. No, no cap. Okay, we love you guys. Doggy dog world. Bye.